Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. This is Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. How's it going over there, Chuck? You, you're playing some air drums, man. Living the dream, you know? I like the air drums because, you know, you, you, no one knows if you mess up or not. I know. Feels pretty good. I play a lot of air drums in my car. You do? I always have. I've been doing it for a long time. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I, I, had, I went so long without cruise control, I got really good at doing the kick drum with my left foot, even though I'm right-handed. I'm like just as good hitting the kick with my left foot as I am the right, because I always had to have my right foot. On the pedal, on the, you know? Yeah, yeah, that pedal to the metal. Yes, when all the time. Yeah. Anyway, this is Good Morning Liberty. We talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning. And we always try to throw in a quick little personal story every now and then just to keep you guys happy. Because if we don't tell personal stories, people start getting upset. And and we've noticed, we looked at your reviews and your ratings, and we noticed that you want more personal stories. In fact, they were like, why don't you just make the whole podcast personal? That's And we could do that. Yeah. We'll just do some personal podcasts. there's a lot sometime. of tea brewing. Oh yeah, we've got we have a whole cooler full of tea. Yeah, I don't even know if the podcast will up. survive the personal episodes that we're gonna do. <laughs> honestly, okay, it's White Pill Wednesday. By you the way, you don't want Nate's personal stories. <laughs> wow, <God>. wow. <laughs> talk about you don't want to hear it. Yeah, talk about skeletons in the closet. No one will listen anymore, and the ones that do are gonna have to be held involuntarily, probably those for a few skeletons days. Skeletons are yeah. are have a stench to them and they they're rotting <laughs> still it's, i'm trying what i'm trying to do is make sure i have a good book written about me and it'll get made yeah. into a movie so hey, anyway tea time it's, with um, chuck and nate that sounds like a good show tea time yeah there's got to be something already but not with chuck and nate no that's it why it sounds you say like with. a like a golf gossip show you know tea time i like it you know we'll just combine those two things together anyway it's white pill wednesday where we talk about things that are good we haven't done and a lot. personal stories. Apparently. Yeah. Um, we haven't done a lot of these lately, and uh, it's hard to find things that are good all the time, but we did actually find some good stuff. The uh, Fed Haters Club, who's hanging out with us right now, they threw some things in here, and uh, I threw some things in. There's been a couple uh, things over the last couple of days that we'll talk about. One of them, we'll just kick it right off so we can get this uh, done. Merch. This just came out uh, yesterday. The Libertarian Party has filed. Now, this is just it's kind of a troll. Like we all know it's not going to go through. Everyone gets that. The Libertarian Party knows that, too, I'm sure. But it's a really good troll. They're filing for conservatorship over Joe Biden and Mitch McConnell. 
the Libertarian Party is. And apparently they've spoken to some lawyers and they they can actually do this and they can actually go to court and try to do this. It's hilarious. Like, so it's so it's pretty funny. Um, Charlie, if you want to do this yeah. uh, article from Newsweek about right. it. The U.S., so the National Libertarian Party, has filed for conservatorships over President Joe Biden and Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, referring to them as geriatric elites, mentally unfit to properly serve the American populace. Biden, already the oldest living president at age 80, currently plans to run for re-election and, if successful, would be 82 at the beginning of a second term and 86 slash dead at its conclusion. <laughs> he has been ridiculed for a myriad of for for myriad gaffes. I think that's supposed to be a myriad of gaffes. Or a myriad of gaffes, mm-hmm. yeah. And rambling statements. I, I think this person needs a conservatorship too. <laughs> Including mixing up Ukrainians and Iranians. <laughs> same people. Same, same, you know. Ukraine, mm-hmm. Iran, you Ukraine, Ukraine, same thing. I understand. As well as referencing dead lawmakers in speeches, because he's about to be there. <laughs> McConnell, 81, has represented Kentucky in the Senate since 1985. Let me read that again. McConnell has represented Kentucky in the Senate since 1985. Since both of us, uh, before we were alive. Jesus. Mitch McConnell has been a senator from Kentucky. Calls for his resignation ramped up following two separate but similar incidents in which the lawmaker froze in public. He was just playing a game. Yeah. Someone said freeze, and he was like, I play this with my grandkids. I'm really good at that. My great-grandkids. I'm really good at this. Once on July 6th, and yeah, we saw it twice. Anyway, Libertarian National Committee Chair Angela McArdle told Newsweek on Tuesday that her knowledge... Uh, that to her knowledge, this is the first instance of instance of such filings against sitting politicians. She said the party has conferred with several attorneys, including three who drafted the paperwork, who said that legally an organization can have a conservatorship over an individual in Washington, D.C. Is it going to be a fight in the courts? Obviously. But we're committed to filing this thing, and we wanted to send a really strong statement that we're serious about getting someone in the White House who has the mental capacity to run the country because we don't have that right now. I think this is a glorious troll. Uh, I think I know what they're trying to do. I get what they're trying to do. Um, Get some headlines with it. It is really funny. Get some viral moments on, on Twitter, people posting about it. You get some of those big, you know, those big Twitter accounts that just post things and they get like 10,000 retweets all the time. Those Benny Johnson's and Greg prices and, and all those people. Oh, I'm talking about X. I'm not. I don't know if you knew what I meant. What I meant. Oh, it's not about yeah. X. That, it used to be called Twitter. Okay, a while back. With the little bluebird. Yeah, the little that little thing mm-hmm. right there. Uh, so I get what they're trying to do. I, I think we all know that the Libertarian Party is not actually going to get a conservatorship over Joe Biden or Mitch McConnell. But the point is important, and, and it gets press. It gets press, which would be cool, like you said, if they had. Some kind of candidate or something. That and they maybe can. it gets people to ask the question. Now, someone in the group mentioned, did they file for people like uh, Feinstein or Fetterman? They they did not, just these two people. Uh, I think those people were mentioned later in this article, which we don't have to go through the whole article. Um, Feinstein, Pelosi, so McCardle Pelosi said up Biden there as well. And McConnell, in addition to Feinstein and stroke victim Fetterman, are too mentally impaired and lack the capacity to make important decisions that affect the American people. 
but so. they're just going for for these two. Maybe it has to do with where they live or something. I, Maybe I don't it has know. to do with filing paperwork costs money. It <laughs> could be that too. Yeah. So, so they many? wanted to go for Joe Biden, number one, and then just to kind of even it out a little bit, go after a top Republican. What if they won, also. though? Would you want to manage <laughs> Joe Biden? <laughs> is it even, it, here's the question, is it libertarian to do <laughs> such a thing? Because we talked about, we've talked about conservatorships before. Of course, we were talking about Britney, Britney. Spears mm-hmm, at that time. Yeah. But is it, um, is it libertarian to have a conservatorship, you know, to, I doubt either one of these two guys would agree. I mean, do you technically have a conservatorship over your children until they're adults? Yeah. Yeah. And so these are just, they're basically giant children. Like you, when you die, you basically look like you're born just way bigger. Should there be an age where usually you're bald, you know? You're all like, your skin's all flappy. There's an age where we decide that you're an adult. Should there be an age that we decide you're no longer an adult? <laughs> <laughs> and you become a, an, yeah. el- an elderly child again. You just decide that arbitrarily. Yeah, that's tough, you know? though, because I know, I mean, I know my, my great-grandmother was 88. Sharp as a, you know, sh- she was as sharp as her bourbon and squirts that she drank. Yeah. Squirt was a drink. Oh hey, yeah, yeah. Remember okay, the little that's citrus? Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I that's remember what that. she liked bourbon. Okay. Bourbon and squirt. The only reason why she died is because she had knee surgery. And, and she, because she had once been in the armed forces. No, that not my, oh, okay. my great grandmother. No. Oh, okay. No, no, not her. Okay. No, my great grandmother actually was um, still running. She was a director of nursing for a nursing home mm. at eighty-eight years old. Walking around, she drove her Cadillac CTS. See, this is a personal story. <laughs> About eighty miles an hour down the. Down the, the, not the freeway, down yeah. like side streets. Mm-hmm. Okay. When we went to the Piccatelli cafeteria for lunch, when I was down there, she'd pick us up and you know, it was a ride of your life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she was actually going to an accept award from George W. Bush for being the oldest working, one of the oldest working women still in the state of Louisiana to represent the state of Louisiana. Well, how about that? So she had knee surgery so she could walk across the stage better than she did. And then she never got the award. Wow, that is tragic. So you're saying George Bush killed your grandma. Exactly. How about great that? Grandma. Yeah. Uh, great grandma. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's good to know. Yeah. A- add another one to his list. <laughs> so uh, the next thing on our list right now is uh, the yesterday uh, it was announced the official impeachment. Wait, can you give me the white pill spin on this? Just that it's kind of funny. Yeah, the white pill spin on this is that the Libertarian Party is making moves in the news saying something trying to get some press out there and something that a lot of people are going to think is kind of funny it's i'm not saying it's point. not a white pill it's i just, just wanted to know where your you thoughts know, it's not on. a black pill except for the fact that they kind of you know we kind of have to do this because these people stay in office for way too long the white pill is that they're making a point out of it mm. you know okay the next thing this is not exactly the whitest bill ever we just have to mention it because it was just announced yesterday uh, kevin mccarthy did announce the formal impeachment inquiry into president biden which means uh, that they are essentially opening up an official investigation with more investigatory subpoena powers things like this uh, so they can get people on the record and try and get some more information i mean i get i you know this is just going to be so annoying. This I is know. going to happen for every president now. Yeah, and it's actually going to help Biden. Uh, the, the only positive that will come out of it will be positive towards Biden because it will give him, basically, he has essentially no support 
you know, not people who actually support Biden, but what they're going to do is they're going to give him a little bit of that persecution power that Trump has on the right. They're going to hand a little bit of that to Biden when he basically has nothing other than the fact that he's not Trump. That's uh, the only thing that's helping him. Now they're actually going to help him. The only white pill I wanted to throw out because it's not, it's not a super white pill. I just want to brush over it real quick. Charlie and I are on the same page with this. I don't even think this is a, I, we, we don't want to see this unless, unless we just impeach everyone. I guess we could impeach and investigate everyone. And eventually you'd only pick people who are actually squeaky clean, which would incentivize people to remain squeaky clean. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Possibly by the time they get there. You know, what's great though. Thomas Massey is on the house judiciary committee and he is going to be one of the people up there asking questions and digging into stuff. And I felt just a little sense of relief knowing that of all of the insane people that are up there, they're going to be doing stupid stuff uh, that Thomas Massey is going to be up there asking questions of people, making points, being sassy mm. as Massey. And maybe what if they actually find something? What if they actually find something? And then I think well, they've already found stuff. Well, they found, they haven't actually found the, the smoking gun, yeah. you know, you can say, well, there's a lot of money and there's a lot of shell corporations. And one of the points they're making is, well, there's no way to afford. And these. his son is a crack whore. <laughs> <They're, they're, laughs> Might combine some, the, the whores and the crack. He, he just made him yeah, a crack whore. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Joe, your son's a crack whore. All one, right. One of the points they're making is that there's no way the Bidens would be able to afford all these houses that they have on congressional salaries and all that. And like, well, where's the money coming from? Okay, I get it. I I agree with you. There's something going on. Whether or not they're going to be able to officially tie all this together to wrongdoing, you can't just say, well, this person has money, so I'm going to impeach them. You got to actually figure out where it came from and why, and that there was a some type of crime committed or something, I guess I'm becoming the, the, the office, you know, whatever, whatever that is. So how did he afford that Corvette? You know, I don't know. He probably <laughs> hand built that one on the line the year it was made. I bet. So let's, uh, let's move on to a couple actual things that are cool. Novak's Djokovic. <laughs> now we move into things that are cool. I okay. Got I got it. Now, how cool is this? That this dude... You don't want me to point it out? The people that went way over their head? Oh, they actually call him... Like, it's like a hashtag on Twitter. Okay, oh, good. Yeah, yeah I, didn't, right. I didn't make that up. <laughs> All right. Uh, no vax. He didn't take the vaccine. My first time hearing it. Okay. And I thought it was good. Um, no vax. You know you and your nicknames that you come up with. I know, I know. This one was not me. <laughs> I didn't do it. Imagine how cool it is to go... To spend this time where you can't compete against people because you've made a personal decision. The haters are hating. So many people hating. And he's one of the best people to ever play the game. He was held out for what? Almost three years? My assumption would be 2020, they didn't do anything. And he was held out for 2021. And 2022. 2022, I believe he got to play something in 2022. I can't remember. No, he got deported from the country in 2020, from Australia in 2022 okay so he, i think he at least missed two years worth of these major tournaments and of course even then at his age as well not that he's a super old guy or anything but it's gets tougher 
as you get older mm. and you take a couple of years off like yeah. this and you assume he's just going to come in and your hammies get a little tighter, just going to get taken out immediately. But he comes in first time he's allowed to come into the country unvaccinated and he wins. He wins the whole thing. And I love what he says here. You going to read it? No, go ahead. And so, all right. So Djokovic won the U S open and has returned to the big apple. After the U.S. lifted its ban on foreign travelers who were unvaccinated against the coronavirus, he remained steadfast against getting the COVID-19 vaccine. He was able to play at the Australia Open, Australian Open this year after he was deported from Australia in 2022, and he won the tournament. Same thing happened in Flushing Meadows where he defeated Daniil Medevov in straight sets. Um, in an interview, this is, uh, this is where he said, I love what he said here, in an interview with tennis legend John McEnroe, Djokovic said he was never anti-vax. I was never, quote, I was never anti-vax. I was always pro-freedom to choose, and that's something we took, that's something we took really for granted. He doesn't speak English as his first language, okay? <laughs> um, I didn't feel like a lot of people had a choice. I was encountering that on a daily basis with so many people in my country or around the world. I was never anti-vax. I was always pro-freedom to choose. And that's something that we take for granted. I what, like that. What a man. That's good. Um, I, I mean, I would say we've even been the same way. Like I'm not, Charlie's not against vaccines, Mm-mm. you know? No. I'm not against vaccines per se. Not against medicine. Yeah. Not against science. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm pro freedom to choose. I'm pro liberty. Yeah, that's what it's been about. And honestly, if the if everything would have been different, where people there wasn't this cult that formed around COVID and the vaccine and all that, and the government pushing people to get it, and then them threatening to take away your rights, like I was going to get the vaccine. I, I didn't have any when it came out. I was like, wow, that's really cool. Look how fast they did. Look at this miracle of modern science that just came out mm-hmm. and all that. And then all this this authoritarianism came out around it and i was like hmm i don't i don't like i don't care for this yeah. something smells a like fan. a fish market yeah. and so <laughs> yes and so that's the only reason that uh that that i didn't get now, you know what this guy has <clears throat> we talked about this earlier um pre-show the opposite of pete rose this guy has integrity integrity yeah into integrally yeah now he's, he's full of in uh, in Ingrid, Ingrid. This is a cool thing that happened. Look at this. <laughs> now, what are the, now, of course they did this on purpose. Moderna did. Because you've got a guy who's known as an anti-vaxxer, although he says he's not anti-vax. So he's doing really well. He was held out. There's going to be a lot of media attention around this. And so, of course, Moderna is a major sponsor of the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. And the Moderna shot of the day goes to Novax Djokovic. All right, that's just awesome. Match point to get to number 24. There were a lot of shots that were highly impactful. But here's the final one. Another day at the office. Relief and release there. Matthew McConaughey up there. <laughs> so the shot of the day brought to you by Moderna. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah. 
Djokovic also said that he was willing to forego potentially winning Grand Slams instead of complying with vaccine mandates. Of course he is. We've seen that. And he said he would do it in the future again. Integrity. (laughs) I like it. Yeah. If only we all had that same thing, you know? Mm -hmm. If only we all hadn't decided that there was something so important we had to do that we just had to get that vaccine, you know? Yep. And just looked at the bigger, more important picture. If only more people were not like me. (laughs) This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes we're faced with a crossroads in life and we don't really know which path to take. Maybe you're thinking about a career change or feeling like your relationship needs a little love. Whatever it is, therapy can help you map out your future and trust yourself to find the way forward. I've done therapy in the past and honestly, it helped me quite a lot. Changed my life, made me who I am today. And our co-host Charlie, he's still using BetterHelp to this day. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash GML today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash G-M-L. Okay, here's a couple cool things going on. Phoenix Ammunition, thanks to, uh, I think Matt posted this in the group, by the way, and the Fed Haters Club. Join by going to joingml.com so you can hang out and you can even be part of the show. We chat with people and you throw in topics that we talk about. The Phoenix Ammunition announcement here. Now, you remember what happened in um, New Mexico. There's a bad word on here on the screen. Um, So I can't say that just in case I cut this out for the radio Mm -hmm. later on. But remember, Karen Grisham. But people don't see things on the radio. So we can display it. That's true. Yeah. People always said I had a face for radio. (laughs) Karen Grisham. So Phoenix Ammunition says, announcement, until further notice, we will be offering free shipping to all New Mexico customers. Simply select the F off Governor Grisham option at checkout. <laughs> Thank you for your attention. I just love capitalism, capitalizing. So free shipping. They continue this going. They say free shipping will continue until morale improves. <laughs> and on the bag, it says Governor Michelle Luan Grisham or Karen Grisham, as we call her. And it says impeach Governor Grisham. They have to put that on there so people don't imply that the bullets are meant for Governor Grisham. (laughs) So it says impeach Governor Grisham there on the bag. (laughs) Just crudely pasted her face on the bag of ammunition. I like it. I do. This uh, this company's actually done some stuff like this in the past. Uh, that was uh, that was pretty cool. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I remember seeing them posted out there before. Mm. So good on them, and yay capitalism. That's Full Metal Jacket, there, man. <laughs> okay, here's a good one. Another one posted from the group. It was uh, Costco posted this. You're right. It was dumb, but also a white pill at the same time. A boy's hot dog stand got reported to authorities. Now that's the dumb part of this. Who the heck reports a kid's hot dog stand to authorities? Probably a president of the HOA. Yes. (laughs) But the city didn't shut him down. They decided to equip him and give him a permit instead. Good job, city. Yes. Good job, city. So there's a little story. It's dumb that he has to have a permit, but it it is. I mean, you could if if you're saying it's for safety or whatever. Let's say he had nothing keeping stuff. He just had like a cooler with hot dogs in it and some buns and stuff. 
you as an individual, when you walk up to the kid and you see like, okay, here's a, a kid that's got hot dogs wrapped in a piece of plastic right here. It's got this old ketchup, doesn't have any ice around it, hanging like that. And here's some buns, fly flow out of the bag whenever you open the bag up, you know. Okay, you make your own decision at that point. It's on you. Yeah. And you know what? If the kid wants to make more money, then he can go get himself a cart or whatever, keep stuff hot, whatever. Or if he's fine like this, then he's fine like this. And if and people just, start getting sick yeah. somewhere, people stop going mm. to that place where they get sick. I mean, how sick really can you get from eating a hot dog based on how it's been cooked or kept afterwards? Yeah. It's mm. doesn't even, I, I don't even know what food group it, it qualifies for. You don't even for. know what's in a hot dog. <laughs> no, no one does. Yeah. I don't want to know what's in there. Yeah. Uh, 13 year old. Not even Oscar <clears throat> Meyer knows. <laughs> They sold, just put a bunch of into a pot and then form it. <laughs> he sold $2 hot dogs with a dollar soda and chips outside his home in Minneapolis, Minnesota. His goal was to earn money for school clothes. He's got to up those margins. Unexpectedly, someone sent an email complaint with the Minneapolis Health Department about his business. But even though he was in violation, authorities didn't close the stand and said they equipped him with thermometers, food containers, hand sanitizer, and utensil cleaning stations. They offered guidance on proper food handling and even covered the $87 cost for his short-term food permit. Uh, he began selling between 100 and 150 hot dogs a day. Dropped out of school, doesn't need the clothes anymore. Now he's just going to kill it as a hot dog salesman. <laughs> that, I added the last part. Yeah, yeah. Like, man, he's that selling. That wasn't part of the tweet. I don't know what your margins are, but 100 and 150 hot dogs on the street corner a day. And you're really slinging a lot of, sling a lot of wieners out there on the corner, you know. <laughs> Make some good money off of that. Making two to three hundred bones. <laughs> See, you need to go to school. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Raise your margins a little bit. Get some other people selling for you. You make sure no one else opens a hot dog stand on your block. Okay. Yeah, you report them to the Anyone health department. Else you, report them. <laughs> you buy off the people in the health department and get some money out there to the cops that are protecting the streets. Okay. Someone tries to open a hot dog stand. You visit in the middle of the night with a baseball bat. All right. You make sure you talk to the stores that sell the hot dogs and the buns. Make sure that they sell to anyone who's not part of your hot dog selling crew. <laughs> they can't do it. All right. And then you become. <laughs> The hot dog man. That's right. Yeah. That's basically the follow-up to the story. Yeah. He's on his way. <laughs> Someday though. Okay, the last uh the last actual uh, pretty good white pill here. Uh the we've talked about the story before, but they've uh they've upheld parts of this. There was a stay, there's a pre preliminary injunction, there's a stay, they've upheld parts of it. The Fifth Circuit agrees that federal officials unconstitutionally coerced or encouraged online censorship. A federal appeals court on Friday upheld key parts of a preliminary injunction against federal interference with content moderation on social media platforms. A three-judge Three judge panel of the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit unanimously agreed that the White House Surgeon General Vivek Murthy, the CDC, and the FBI had coerced or significantly encouraged the platforms in violation of the First Amendment to suppress speech that federal officials viewed as dangerously inaccurate or misleading. But the Fifth Circuit also said the injunction that the U.S. District Judge Dowdy issued in July was excessively broad and covered too many agencies. So they are going to allow some of the other agencies. They're just going to make sure that those agencies don't have the phone numbers of the other agencies so they can't talk to each other yeah. and uh, do content moderation. So 
uh, during the last few years, Fifth Circuit notes uh, opinion. Let's see what, all this stuff. I don't care what the names are. Uh, federal officials have been in regular contact with nearly every major American social media company about the spread of misinformation on their platforms and their concern. Those officials hailing from the White House, the CDC, FBI, and a few other agencies urge the platforms to remove disfavored content and accounts from their sites. And so they they did reference a few things like Biden accusing the platforms of killing people. Um, let's see, Jen Psaki uh, declaring that companies have a responsibility related to health and safety to all Americans, uh, saying that if they failed to meet that responsibility, legal and regulatory measures might be necessary. Uh, Saki floated the possibility of privacy regulations and threatened social media companies with robust antitrust program. And this is all during press conferences. And they're saying like, whoa, we're just voicing our concerns. What they're yeah, but then when you threaten <clears throat> with yeah. antitrust suit, like we're going to use the power of the government yes. to break up your company if you don't send us reports. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not forcing them to do it. We're not. And we're then, just saying, hey, don't forget. And then what What happens? You know, we still have this uh, massive antitrust case uh, that's going against Google right now, which we'll maybe talk about more tomorrow. Um, but this case going against Google, and they've been one of the harshest censoring they still are i mean youtube is still censoring the heck out of people google search is still censoring people i think it was uh, last week or the week before no it was during the uh, republican presidential can uh debate uh there was a story that if you searched presidential candidates essentially only joe biden and marianne williamson would come up and then i think elizabeth warren would come up like her old campaign stuff and maybe Bernie Sanders, you wouldn't get RFK and you wouldn't get any of the Republican candidates on page one for people that were running for president. So anyway, Google search is still heavily controlled by, and it could just be by individual people inside of these companies. But anyway, can the government threaten people with antitrust and then go out there and say, well, you need to do this. Well, they have ruled that they were actually being coerced except for by this agency uh, called CISA, C-I-S-A. Charlie, could you give me a quick Google search and tell me when CISA was created? C-I-S-A. All right. And the Fifth Circuit agreed that the White House, Murthy's uh, office, the FBI, and the CDC were appropriate targets of Dowdy's injunction, but it found that Dowdy had erred in including the State Department, the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, and the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. 2018. Mm, okay. See, I, I thought that was the case. I mm. wanted to make sure that this was a new federal agency that has been coercing people's speech online was created by Donald Trump. Just making sure. Uh, CISA did flag content, the Fifth Circuit Court says, uh, and his communications apparently led to content being removed or demoted by the recipient platforms, but its conduct falls on the attempts to convince, not attempts to coerce side of the line, because there's not sufficient evidence that CISA made threats of adverse consequences, explicit or implicit, to the platforms for refusing to act on the content it flagged. See, the problem is CISA can come in and say this, and since CISA doesn't have any type of direct authority, over these companies, well, then when they're talking to them, they're just saying, well, that's just them trying to convince them to do something. That's not coercion. 
like I joked about. Because they don't know anybody else. Because it's not like uh, the DOJ is going to look at and say, well, SISA was asking these people to take down this content. They didn't take down this content. I know my guy over at SISA. In fact, he was just in the office an hour ago. And they're not taking it down. And so now maybe we're going to do it. And I trust like to me, that whole thing is pretty stupid. It's the government. Yeah. The whole it's, it's just the government. They all have control over you in some way. And they all know each other. <clears throat> yeah. But anyway, the white pill, sorry, the white pill is that they did rule the CDC, the FBI, the white house, uh, surgeon general, all that stuff, um, that they can't, they can't do this kind of thing. What's going to happen <clears throat> to them? For violating the Constitution, what consequences are going to be- befall? I tell you what's going to happen, Charlie. The American people are going to see that they violated the Constitution, and they are going to hold them accountable <laughs> come the next election, because mm. that is the final check and balance against this power. Are the people who pick those who are in power, and when they violate the U.S. Constitution. We show them the door, the back door into mm. all of our information and privacy. <laughs> so anyhow, what are you reading about there? I just, I don't know how they, they can rule that SISA <clears throat> didn't even make implicit threats of adverse consequences. Yeah, I don't know. Just by the very nature of it being a government agency. I know. Is implicit. <laughs> I know. That there could be negative consequences. It's a weird one. Yeah, it's like, you know, when the IRS knocks on your door, are they implicitly, you know, telling you like the threat of jail is there? Yeah, or I mean not? that that person doesn't have a gun when they come to your door and like yeah. let you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so no threat. Yeah, right. I mean, if a cop <laughs> knocks on your door, there's literally it's it's implied <clears throat> that you could go to a cage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can put you in handcuffs and go like that's already implied. So how? <laughs> Oh, the one, the, the, other, the other problem with this is, is it's, you know, the whole checks and balances thing bothers me in the f- sheer fact that it's the government ruling mm-hmm. and investigating the government. And all of these agencies should not exist in the first yeah. place. None of them should exist in the first place. I can tell you, I looked into Nate's background and that yeah. dude's innocent. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Never done a thing wrong in his life. Vindication. Yeah. Well, you've done one wrong thing because you're not Jesus. That's true. So, but that At one least wrong one. thing was like so tiny mm-hmm. that, you know, and I am qualified to investigate you because <laughs> we've been best friends for 25 years. The good thing <laughs> from this, Charlie, the good oh, thing. Oh yeah, White Pill. White mm-hmm. Pill Wednesday is that now we have, we do have these agencies that they said cannot do this. All right. We at least have a, a precedent and we have the ability to let's say you could connect it sometime let's say Sizo has been talking to these companies and the companies don't comply or they eventually complain and they're like hey Sizo keeps contacting us who do they complain to you i don't know but um let's say that that happens and you find out Sizo has actually been in contact with the the white house mm-hmm. and the cdc and someone else and then you can say okay well now at least we have this basis of CDC, FBI, uh, White House. Can we get a Freedom General, of Information Act that. request on SISA emails to White House emails? Well, I'm sure I'm sure they got that. This is a this has been a 
pretty big case. They got a lot of documents, so maybe they didn't actually find any communication between the two of them. But I do still believe it's implied, just like Charlie does. And uh, we'll see. We'll see if we can build on this mm. later on. It's still pretty good white pill. I mean, there was some, there was a pretty good I'm, white I'm, pills yeah, through here. Good. We had the hot dog stand, you know, that was a good thing. We got the ammunition thing. We got Novak's, mm -hmm. which is a pretty good one, you know. Um, Sassy we got, with Massey. We got libertarians filing for conservatorship over Biden and Rich, Rich McConnell. <laughs> so anyway, that's a good white throat thing. That's a good white pill Wednesday right there. You go under the pearl mm -hmm. thing. Hmm. Or you could do this impression of him. That was one of the better Mitch McConnell impressions I've seen. Yeah, that was yeah. a good one. If you're not he watching the video, you yeah. wouldn't have got that, that one. That was good. All right, y'all. If you enjoyed today's episode, do we vote? we don't vote on white pills? No. No. No voting. We could we have done it before a, ton, want, a couple times. If you want to vote, you can. Just yeah. put put it in the comments. And if you're not part of the live group, you can't do that. That's true. So you gotta go to joingml.com to uh, pay six bucks a month mm -hmm. hasn't gone up with inflation as Nate said it would have. So you're still in luck. I know it's because I'm a nice guy. Still get in for six bucks a month. Join gmail.com or go to godhatesfeds.com. And that you, there's a link to join there. Also some merchandise, uh, pick it up and get yourself a God hates feds t-shirt and mm, wear it. Gotta get you some, especially if you're in New Mexico, mm -hmm. wear it to the next rally. God hates feds. There you go. Um, because whether or not she's a governor of the state, she's still a Fed. Still a Fed yeah. at heart, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that's what that really means. Yeah, like what? If you lack integrity, you're a Fed. Yeah, same. It's like it says something about your soul. Mm -hmm. And I know people say God doesn't hate anyone, but there's certain people that are gonna burn for all eternity. And they if will that's not, not hatred. If that's not hatred, you tell me what it is, okay? They will not inherit the kingdom. No. Of God. No. Yeah. Okay. It's in there. You know, uh, <laughs> idolaters, adulterers, uh, whatever, liars, thieves, mm -hmm. feds. It's in, in, well, those that's in the liars and thieves too. I mean, yeah, it's, 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 yeah. impl it's implicit anyway. Exactly. Doesn't even have yeah. to be explicit. Yeah. See, look at that white pill. Mm -hmm. You know, God does really hate feds. <laughs> so godhatesfeds.com. Go check it out. And, um, yeah, Bailey says six bucks to make friends in the liberty movement. It's like a liberty sorority fraternity. This is co-ed. Yeah. So it's not just a sorority. It's both. Yes. You know? Yeah. And it's not a cult either at all. We don't practice any type of Greek speeches or anything like that. We need you know? a, our Greek letters are like MAGA, Alpha. <laughs> MAGA. <laughs> Delta, Alpha, MAGA. Share the show with a friend, family member, or foe. Leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And if you do all of that, we'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you have a good day and a good morning, Liberty. Liberty.